Good morning and welcome to Live from FM 91, conversation and performance with some of the area's finest musicians and visiting guest artists. We're coming to you today from WGTE's Dana Performance Studio. I'm Brad Cresswell. We've got four incredible singers with us this morning. They are singing the leading roles in Toledo Opera's upcoming production of Giuseppe Verdi's opera Il Trovatore, or The Troubadour. I do want to mention that the performances are a week from this weekend, that is Friday, October 8th, Sunday, October 10th. You can find more information at 419-255-7464 or toledoopera.org. I have the two stars of the opera with me right now at the microphone. That is soprano Leah Crocetto and tenor Carl Tanner. Welcome to the two of you. Thank Thanks. you, thank you. Thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, and thank you for making the time to come in and sing this incredible music with your fantastic voices. Now, I, I know that uh, you're both going to sing, and I, I want to talk to you both about what we're going to hear this morning. But I want to spend a little time first with you, Leah. Uh, you're from this area. You grew up in Adrian, Michigan, which is just a stone's throw away. Uh, you know, how did somebody from Adrian, Michigan rise to become one of the world's great operatic sopranos? Oh, well, thank you very much for that. <laughs> I, I did grow up in Adrian, and I love my hometown so much. They're just, it's it's a town full of artists. Um, I, I blame my parents. They were very instrumental in um, introducing me to the great opera singers. I come from a big Italian family, so opera music was second nature to us. I had yeah. always listened to it. Um, just, you know, weekends especially, my father would put it on in the morning. My mom would put it on while cooking on Sundays and... Just very, very cultured family. My mom took me to my first opera at 10, which was uh-huh. Carmen at uh, Opera Lenaway. <laughs> and then back when that thing existed. And then the next year I saw um, Tosca. And that changed my life forever. Wow. And I thought, I have got to sing that role. I've got to sing opera. This is what I want to do with my life. You're adding Tosca to your repertoire, as I understand. Yes, I've yeah. done three of them already so i'm no. i tosca's the latest edition yeah. yes but leonora is a role that you've performed an awful lot of times it's sort of your 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 go-to role yeah. it's one of them yes it's it's been with me the longest i uh in 2009 i did my very first trovatore when i was an adler fellow in san francisco i uh, traveled to bordeaux uh, France to make my European debut that year, and I sang Leonora there. That's fantastic. And, uh, thankfully, my very first cover assignment as an Adler Fellow was the David McVicker production with Sandra Rudvinovsky. Oh, yeah. So I got to watch one of the greats who, you know, originated that production. Right. Um, one of the great Leonoras of our time. I got to work very closely with her, and I got to see Dmitry Horstovsky sing. Hmm. Right up close and personal in his gold lame pants. I mean, it was yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Well, I think that, I think that uh, you know, there are certainly young sopranos out there who would view you as one of the premier interpreters of the role right well, now. Thank so. you so much. I I have an affinity for young singers. I love them. I think it's my duty as sort of not up and coming anymore as um, <laughs> that's a good thing right? yes it is it is i'm a st- i'm pretty established now and i i love 
you know, paving the way for the next generation and mm -hmm. advising. I'm on very active on Instagram and I get messages daily from young singers. So it's it's a blessing to be able to do that. That's wonderful. Well, Carl Tanner, the tenor, who is singing the role of Manrico in Il Trovatore, has been sitting there very quietly. Uh, have you guys sung together before, you and uh, Leah? We have. We yeah. did Aida in Washington. Washington. Oh, okay. The Kennedy Center. Aida. Carl <laughs> Tanner, the tenor, has sung at all the world's great opera houses, and, and you specialize in these big dramatic roles. You know, you mentioned Aida. Manrico is no walk in the park. I mean, you've done a lot of Otello. We're going to hear a little of that this morning. What is it about? I mean, I know we have to follow the voice. You know, you have the voice for these roles. But is there anything in your temperament that attracts you to kind of these big tragic figures, these characters in opera? Yeah, I'm I'm a tragedy myself. <laughs> yes. I was going to um, say that, but he put me to it. Yeah, no, you know, I can. I I feel for these guys. I you know I. I can't. I can't relate personally to them. I've had a, a charmed life. I mean, you know, everybody can read about my story. I grew up poor kid in Virginia, but I never had any tragedy happen in my life. My parents died young, um, but I just love these guys. I grew up. I, I started out as a baritone, <clears throat> so I started listening to Cheryl Mills and uh, yeah. and and Robert Merrill and these guys, thinking, "Oh gosh, you know, I I love these guys and listening to the music they sang," and and wanted to be a baritone and then uh i got to college and uh it wasn't until my junior year that i switched over to tenor and i started looking immediately at verdi and puccini and i never looked back i just started looking at those roles i was told all along then that i was too young to sing these roles uh, and but i was but my voice was too mature to sing the smaller roles um so my very first opera ever i did Tamino at the in the Magic Flute at, in college, and while I loved singing it, I could tell it wasn't for me. Yeah. And then after college, I thought, well, it, I have to wait until my age catches up with this. So I I quit. I just I, after I got my degree in music, I gave it to my mom and said, I'm going to go drive a truck. <laughs> so I drove a truck for four years. Yeah. And, yeah, and you were also famously a bounty hunter. Yeah, I, I was a bounty hunter for three years. Yeah. The, the same four and three years together, I was uh, driving a truck during the day, and I was working for the state as a, a U.S. not a U.S. marshal, but a, a marshal picking up skips and picking up uh, federal prisoners, et cetera, and chasing mm. down the bad guys. And I loved it. I loved it. I got a scar wow. to prove that I got shot at, <laughs> and, and I just uh, I loved it. But um, it's a little different from opera singing, I imagine. Yeah, it's much more peaceful um, <laughs> uh, than, than opera. I mean, you know, yes. uh, I didn't have a I didn't have a boss in that job, so I didn't have to worry about any conductors or anybody, anybody like that. But uh, then I, you know, the last two jobs I did as a bounty hunter, they went they they were they were crazy, and I thought, you know what, I have a degree in music, and uh, I think God's calling me for that. So in 1990. 90 I went in uh, 1991 I moved to New York yeah that's great well let's let's jump into the music uh Carl we're going to hear one of those big dramatic uh, roles from you Othello which is based on Shakespeare's Othello um is you it? went that's <laughs> <laughs> news breaking news you heard it here first um uh, give us a little intro to to this piece yeah well Othello is um He's questioning God. He's begging God why God would do this to him. You know, why, what's going on? Please, God, spare him this pain. 
of because uh, he's he's now uh, in his own mind he sus- he suspects that his wife or he knows he's he's it's been proven to him by Iago that uh, uh, his wife has been unfaithful to him. Yeah. So he's this is him praying to God, talking to God, uh, blaming God, cursing God uh, that he he's going to have to do something about this and it's either kill himself or kill her yeah. and he believes that in killing her he's sparing her soul he's saving her soul wow and leo we're going to hear an excerpt from uh, the actual uh, opera Torovatore from you what, what, yes. what piece are we going to hear i'll be singing leonora's <laughs> entrance aria uh, tace la notte <laughs> and uh, during this aria she's having a conversation with her bestie Inez and uh, she's telling Inez says what when did you first meet him what happened tell me the story and so she's painting the picture of the beautiful moonlit night and then the the tournament that she met him at and she didn't know his name never saw his face but fell in love with him instantly and then he sang to her and it was it's a big you know I, I think of Leonora in this moment as a teenager in the throes of her first love affair and mm-hmm. it's um it's it's a really beautiful moment it's you see her girlish nature and hear a big old high c so. <laughs> excellent <laughs> soprano leah crocetto and tenor carl tanner performing here on live from fm 91 
Two selections sung this morning by soprano Lia Crocetto, who performed Tacea la Notte, which comes from the opera Il Trovatore. We also heard tenor Carl Tanner singing Dio mi potevi, an aria sung by the title role in Verdi's opera Otello. The two of them performing next weekend in Toledo Opera's Il Trovatore. You can find more information about those performances October 8th and October 10th at ToledoOpera.org or 419-255-7464. I have the two recently named co-artistic directors of Toledo Opera here with me. That would be James Norman and Kevin Bilsma. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning, Brad. And, and congratulations on your recent co-appointments, <laughs> shall we say. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Jim, you have been director of production, right? And, and Kevin, director of music, more or less. More or less, yeah. Yeah. So so what are your roles now as, as co-artistic directors? Do you sort of focus on those areas respectively? And how, how are you working together? We really work in tandem to, and working with Suzanne, the executive director, to choose the seasons, and then Kevin and I, once we've chosen that, we sit down and talk about artists and creatives to bring into Toledo that'll best fit the productions. Yeah. Um, I imagine that, you know, I mean, singing has been shuttered more or less since the, the pandemic, and, and this is really kind of the reopening as it were, of the opera. I imagine there's a lot of excitement surrounding this this production. I think we are all very, very excited to get back. I know that when Kevin had his first chorus rehearsal in July, um, there was just such jubilation in the room that yeah. you know we were able to get back and, and singing, and it's and it's carried over with this cast. I mean, the first couple of days of rehearsal was were just magical because everybody's so excited to be back making our art form. That's fantastic. Kevin, you want to talk a little bit about uh, the folks that we don't have here today, the conductor and, and the director of, of this production? Happy to. They are both fantastic gentlemen. Uh, Jeffrey Buckman, who has been with us for two productions before, uh, he did Carmen and La Boheme, is returning for this production of Trovatore. Uh, fantastic director, works so well with the chorus. I mean, just yeah. they immediately respond to what he asks them to do and they remember it, which is fantastic. <laughs> And then Adam Turner is actually making his debut with Toledo Opera. He is the artistic director of Virginia Opera. Okay. And is an equally fabulous conductor. Uh, just, it's been a joy to work with him. And we were all, you know, the, the very first day of rehearsals, we were like, this is the first time most of us have been doing any kind of opera production for the last 18, 19 months. And so there's, you know, a little trepidation. It's like, can we do this? And with one opening gesture of, of his conducting we're all like yep we're we're ready let's do this and it was fabulous yeah. so wonderful jim is there anything going on as far as covid19 protocols for this performance absolutely uh toledo opera is vaccinated our mm -hmm. chorus our principals are backstage everybody at the valentine is vaccinated um <clears throat> and we're wearing masks in rehearsals we will uh, test everyone at uh, actually today, and uh, so that we can go onto the stage. We'll be masked backstage, but once everyone goes onto the stage, they'll they'll unmask and then sing and come back and mask. So yeah. we're trying to keep everybody as safe as possible, and we're you know um, having all of our audience members at the Valentine masked as well. So we're we're just trying to keep everybody safe so we can. Enjoy the show. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and what a show it is. I mean, we've heard from uh, Leo Crocetto and Carl Tanner, two of the great singers really in the world. I mean, we're, yes. we're not talking about just here in this area. We're talking about the world at large. 
Um, and we're also going to hear from uh, Kyle Fortmiller and Deborah Nansteel, who are also two wonderful singers uh, singing in the production. Do you want to say anything about these these singers that, that we haven't said yet this morning? Just that, well, Kyle is making his return to uh, Toledo audiences. Yeah. He was our count in Notte di Figaro a number of years ago. Um, but a step from Mozart to Verdi is just <laughs> really exciting to hear in his voice and hear how his, his voice has developed into this role. And, yeah. and he's just, he cuts such a dashing figure. It's going to be going to steal the show, I think. Um, and then we have Deb Nansteel, who's making her debut as Atsuchena. And beautiful, dramatic voice. Um, we're just thrilled to have her with us. Yeah, somebody who's sort of on the precipice of a major oh, career. Oh, major. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Major, I believe. Absolutely wonderful. Well, Kevin Bilsma and uh, James Norman, the co-artistic directors of Toledo Opera, I'll mention again that it's happening Friday, October 8th, Sunday, October 10th. More information at 419-255-7464 or ToledoOpera.org. Toledo Opera is a sponsor and part of programs here on FM 91 and WGTE. Gentlemen, thanks so much for uh, checking in with us. We're going to get back to some more singing here on Live from FM 91. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Well, we've got two more singers left to hear from this morning, and both of them have joined me at the microphone right now. That is baritone Kyle Fortmiller who sings the role of the Count di Luna in Il Trovatore. We also have mezzo Deborah Nansteel, who is performing the pivotal role of Atsuchena here in the opera Il Trovatore. Uh, Welcome to the two of you, first of all. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, let's hear a little bit about you guys individually. Um, Kyle, you were here before for The Marriage of Figaro. Yes, You you also played a count. I played a count then. In that production. (laughs) A little different than than what you're doing now. Slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, With the same obsession, though. So, I mean, it's really fun. The same obsession being a woman. Indeed. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because uh, your character of the uh, County Luna is, is like... It's not a stock bad guy character, you know. It's very rounded. It has a lot of dimensions to it. And you sing this beautiful, really kind of love it's song. It's a love song. Yeah. 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 T- tell us about that song that we're going to hear. Well, um, let me give you a little bit about... Well, I mean, I agree with you 100%. I think that he's such a well-rounded, uh, you know, deep character who's had such a horrible childhood. Um, but yeah, it's it's literally a love song about... You know, Leonora's beautiful smile and her beautiful face. And, and we see for a moment, right, a crack in this, in this, if you will, facade or this, this sort of strong character. And we see a little bit of, oh, wait, he really, like, he feels the same things I feel about the person that I'm in love with. And yeah. that's what I love about it. You see this sort of, you know, this perhaps obsessive passion in him. And then all of a sudden... Um, the, this beautiful moment happens in the opera and he gets yeah. to share sort of a, the deepest feelings he has about this individual. Absolutely. And it's got some nice high notes too. Call, so, yeah. we, we enjoy listening to that. We're going to hear it in just a minute. Uh, Deborah, can I call you Deb? Is that oh, okay? Oh yeah, that's Deb. great. I uncovered an interesting fact about you. You were born in Japan, I right? I was. I was yeah. born in Okinawa, Japan. My dad was in the Marine Corps. I wondered and, about that, yeah. Uh, I lived there from when I was born until I was about three, and then again um, from seven to eleven. 
And okay. then we moved back to um, North Carolina. Oh, when did you get the the opera bug? I mean, coming Not from a military college. family. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't really exposed to a lot of music in general at at our schools, um, especially abroad. We went to Department of Defense schools, mm. so there was no arts program or anything like that. And uh, when we moved back to North Carolina, is when I got into uh, chorus singing. And we, I sang at church, different churches growing up if they did a cantata or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until my senior year of high school that my, um, my choir teacher asked me what I wanted to do in college. I said, oh, I really love math and science, so maybe I'll be a marine biologist. I love biology. And she said oh, well, you should get a degree in music. I had no idea you could even do that. <laughs> so um, she taught me a couple of Italian songs uh, from the 24 hits and uh, an English art song. And I auditioned at one school, East Carolina University. I got in and I got the teacher that she recommended for me. And I had a really great mentor, uh, Louise Toppin, Dr. Louise oh, Toppin. Yeah. yeah, she's fantastic. And she was one of, I mean, she was my mentor. She's the one that created what you see now or started yeah. <laughs> me on that path. And Louise has actually done some uh, programs for us, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. yeah. She's fantastic. Fantastic. So yeah. glad to hear that. Um, you're p- portraying the role of Azucena, yes. which sort of, you know, it be- starts and ends with you, basically, mm-hmm. the whole opera. Can you tell us who this person is? So she is a daughter and a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, it begins with her seeing her mother burned to death by the Count's father. Right. Um, and while she's dying, she t- screams out to Azucena, avenge me, avenge me. So the whole opera, Azucena has this in her mind. It comes we don't actually see this in the opera. Right. They, they talk about it at the beginning. Right, right. right. Yeah. And, she, and Azucena recalls it twice in a row. Once in less detail with Street de la Vampa, and then in more detail with uh, Condotta in the second aria. Mm-hmm. So um, you also find out very early on that in order to avenge her mother she steals the count's baby right after her mother is burned um while she has her own infant in her arms she goes to the fire uh that just burned her mother and she throws the baby into the fire then she realizes it was the wrong baby Mm. so she uh raises uh the count's baby as her own as monrico and uh, and then later on in the opera, at the end, she finally gets vengeance. And as the Count is saying, okay, we just took your son to die, she says, oh, just to let you know, that's your brother. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, okay, I've avenged you, my mother. Wow. Yeah. That, that's the best uh, roundup of the plot I've heard so far. Because oh, you can talk forever hey. about the plot. <laughs> That's awesome. That that plot goes on and on and on. Yes, yes, it does. But the the two of you on stage are mortal enemies. I I suppose you get along, though. uh, Oh, yeah. We actually do. (laughs) We get along along very well. well. We have a good time together. That's good to hear. Well, we're going to finish out the program today with two arias. You mentioned Azucena's aria, Stride la Vampa. Mm -hmm. We're going to hear that. And Kyle, we're going to hear that wonderful Cavatina, that beautiful love song, Il Balen, talking about her smile. Um, here on Live from FM91. And then we're going to get back to fundraising. It is our fall fundraiser here on FM91. So we do hope that you'll take a moment 
and support programs like this and public radio and opera and all the culture that exists in our community, both homegrown as well as people who come in and perform these uh, fantastic operas like we're hearing this morning with Toledo Opera. Uh, Deb and Kyle, thank you so much for joining us here on Live from FM91. Thank you.
This is Live from FM91. Our production mixer is Chris Piper, and I'm your host and producer, Brad Cresswell. Thank you for joining us here on your public radio station, FM91.